I'm Joe Russo, I teach second grade at Stony Creek. And I'm Brian Hannon, I teach fifth grade here at Stony Creek Elementary. And I'm just gonna ask you guys some questions. So for the first question is, what is Passion Hour or Genius Hour? Uh, Passion Hour is a developmentally approach, a developmentally appropriate approach to Genius Hour in a second grade classroom. Uh, it is an independent inquiry where students get to pick what they'd like to learn about, they research it, and then they find a way to share it with the class. And Genius Hour is basically a concept we borrowed from Google. Um, the students get one hour of time every Friday to choose something that they want to learn about. So they'll go out, they'll investigate, they'll research. Um, we use Twitter to reach out to experts. And what our goal is in the end is um, we're trying to do something that helps uh, community-based, uh, could be no, school-based, something to help out our community or lo our local school. Now my topic is usually based on animals because second grade, um, usually tornadoes, hurricanes, uh, severe weather is popular for mine. Um, every once in a while I have some interesting ones, piano, I have um, internal combustion engine this year. Um, but Brian's got some interesting and ones this year. I'll usually start out with what upsets you, what do you want to fix? I know one of the questions we started with this year was, what do you not like about school? And that started generating ideas of things that kids could do to help out with school. Making math fun was the area we talked about last year. I said, what do you, what do you not like about math? They said, hey, we want to make math fun. And next thing you know, I have kids creating Pokemon game for third grade math to try to make math, how to make math fun, make it more game-based. But this year you went a little deeper because uh, I come in a lot and I interview his kids, try to give them ideas of second set and you have kids working on anxiety and depression and mm -hmm. comic books for this to share with other grade levels. It's yeah, so the, this year what I usually typically do is I'll have them, I'll say, have them choose an audience. Who is this going to be for? And one of the topics this year was how can we help um, K through three younger students with stress and anxiety. Um, we have some students in here that have um, some stress and anxiety and they feel like it's easier for them to cope than the younger kids and they didn't have those tools. And so I have kids right now that are researching um, educational abstracts, um, reading about stress and anxiety and researching. We're reaching out here to doctors, um, just trying to get more information they can't get in books here at school. So why is it important for you to continue to have Passion Hour and Genius Hour every year? Because I think this is your fourth year. Fourth year. Third year. Third year, fourth year. I think it's all about engagement. Um, through the process, we cover many of the standards that we need to cover, but it's more about engagement, getting our students interested in learning, and also empowering them to know that when they have something and they want to know more about something, they can do it on their own. They're not reliant on the two of us giving them information that they should be able to go out and find these things on their own and be empowered to find information and knowledge. And I think one of the things for me is the first year where really the light bulb went off was I have kids, so we do this on Friday afternoons for one hour. I have kids on Monday going, can we do Genius Hour right now? And I said, no. So it's something they look forward to. Again, they get to choose what they want to do. So I think that's why they're so excited to get to it. I don't let them do it outside of school. Um, they come immersed in the process during independent reading yeah. or even during uh, times when they're a transition or something. They're pulling out those books. They're pulling out that information. 
they're highlighting, they're taking notes. So I guess I should reiterate, I, they do do some of it during, you know, free read and stuff. They will do it during school. Um, for example, I had a kid who's um, a year ago that all he, he's from a farm, he's from a family of farmers. All he wanted to do was farming. All he talked about was farming. And then when we started this Genius Hour, kicked it off in October, um, he went from not, it was a struggle to get him to read a paragraph to where all of a sudden when he could read stuff with about farming and ways farming can help the community, um, I couldn't get the kid, the kid was reading about farming during math. Um, so it just, again, it really just showed me if you find something the kids are passionate about and some, not every kid wants to read about sports, not every kid wants to read about dancing or cheer, they could do something that they want to do, um, they'll do it. And sometimes you have to tell them like, hey, we're doing math here, not not farming. I've had kids that struggle with grade level on grade level work, mm -hmm. but when it comes to a passion or project where they're excited about it, they're reading above grade level and they're actually getting the comprehension they need. And I think it teaches social skills as well. I mean, I've had, I have kids script phone calls, and again, I'm fifth grade, and they're, t they're calling adults. When we were talking about gardening last year, I had to create a school garden, I guess, two years ago. I made them call over to Lowe's and they had questions scripted out. Um, we've contacted another school that had a school garden. They wrote up the email. I just typed it out and sent it. So it teaches them social skills and how to interact with adults as well, which I think is important. I think their own parents are like, they did what? When we were talking about them making a phone call over to Lowe's or talking to another person over another another middle school. And that leads us right into that next question is, how can you relate uh, Passion Hour Genius Hour to social studies? Um, you know, I think just not to, I think every subject, um, when, I'm, when we're talking about social studies, I think it gives them another avenue to go past the textbook. You know, I know we've talked about before, I had some kids interested and in, um, we've read, did some research on Christopher Columbus and kids were, wanting to where we were ready to move on they said well hey you know um, why do we have Columbus Day if people say Columbus is a bad person um, or normally we would have to move on and I said you know what that could be a genius hour idea maybe you need to look at that on a Friday and find something out present it to the class maybe we can get a contact with a local museum um, we can reach out on Twitter um, so again it just sort of um, for social studies, it allows kids to, if something just sort of hits them and they want to research it further, it's a topic, and I don't stop them. They can just choose to pick up a topic, and I, I just say go with it. How about a lot of kids do biographies, certain people in history that they want to learn more about, they go back to. Um, we also do a big inquiry unit in the beginning of the year, kind of as a precursor to Passion Hour of a community one of kids inquiring about the community and what's going on, I think that kind of is a stepping stone because it's a facilitated inquiry that gets us ready for an independent inquiry. And I think we're in social studies, we were talking about, I think we were talking about, you know, the geography, we were talking about oceans and um, continents, One, and we were talking about, and then it led us into marine life, then it led us into sharks. Good morning, everyone. So just going back to the sharks, we started with social studies, and then um, it sort of led us in, and we were talking about oceans, continents, then that sort of led us into marine life, and then um, the kids were really enamored with sharks. Um, so we moved on. A week later, they were talking about sharks. Next day, talking about sharks. Next thing you know, I had some kids that, hey, can we read about sharks? And then it, read me, it led me to reach out on Twitter. Next thing you know, we got a hold of marine biologists, and we were 
Skyping with marine biologists in the Bahamas while she's in the ocean talking to my kids about sharks. I mean, what better way to learn? And this all led from social studies talking about the, the oceans. Well, I think too with the social skills, you had a student, didn't she create she learned how to do stop motion mm -hmm. and created a, so, a video. Had a girl that was, um, had a connection to bullying. She had been bullied like in second grade. And one of the things she said, hey, I want to create a movie. I said, well, how can you create a movie that's different than any other movie that's been made? And she thought about it and then she said, well, so Nate, what is something you like? She goes, I love Legos. I go, what if you create a movie about bullying with Legos? And she goes, well, I don't know how to do this. I said, well, first of all, find out, do some research on ways you can make a movie. And then we'll, then let's see, look at the Lego part. Next thing you know, she found an app called Stop Motion. She brought in her set of Legos. She set up a, a scene that took her a while to build in uh, the library. And every Friday for an hour, her first movie took her six weeks, many tears. Um, she finally got it done. It took her over 500 pictures to create a one minute movie. Then after that, um, she created two more movies and did those in two weeks. Um, the lesson she learned from it was she was taking a topic that she wanted to help others that she had had struggles with in second grade. And she was choosing some other topics besides bullying and stealing, just stuff she could share with our younger kids to teach them for a lesson. So what would be your top pros and cons of Passion Hour and Genius Hour? Uh, uh -oh. the cons, I mean, I think in your school day it's hard to find time to fit it in because you have so many other things you have to do but I think if you're willing to find time and put it into your schedule I think there's not really going to be any negative effects to this I mean pros I can think of you know pros you know choice um, the students might get a lot of choice and this just leads right into genius hour um, choosing what they want to learn about um, when I think of cons you know maybe the but the only con I would say in fifth grade would be um, not having used as much as social media um, as maybe the older kids do. I tend to, I would love to be in a high school classroom where the kids could get out there and do some of this stuff, reach out on Twitter, you know, Facebook. Do it on their own. Do it on their own, really get into like, they could do a YouTube channel and we could really utilize social media a little bit more. You'd be surprised how much we get through social media. that's Twitter, I just, that's where I find most, you know, it's amazing. If you reach out on Twitter, people will not say no to kids um, when they know and they see fifth grade teacher. And I just say, it's, this is what my kids want to do. We just had a, you know, a guy in charge of animal abuse for Hamilton County. I tweeted him one time, the Hamilton County Sheriff, and next thing you know, he says, yeah, I can be in next week. So I just wish we, the kids, if there's a con to in elementary school, it's that we can't use social media as much as um, I would like. So I think it's a great avenue, especially in this day and age, to reach out to experts. I think the pros too for this is when you start this process and you give them the empowering knowledge to be able to do this on their own, I have a lot of kids come back to me because it's usually a spring activity in second grade. Um, they'll come back to me in third grade at the beginning of the year and be like, well I did a passion hour project this summer on this and they're like, and they, they use that language and they start talking about what they researched and, and they always keep doing things on their own. And I will say one more con is, is we get to the end of school year in May and the kids are wanting to continue. Um, that's his phone. <laughs> um, the kids are wanting to continue, and the hardest part for me is to say, "Guys, we're done." Um, and they, it's not something they can really pick up in middle school. 
um, unless they have their own ideas of taking it over during the summer. So I wish um, there was something worked out between us and the next, like where this can continue all the way through high school rather than just end after fifth grade. I know there's the middle schools, our middle schools are starting to do some of this, but I feel like there's a, there's an end point and it's May 30th and then you gotta be done. I think it just keeps going too. Right. Kids always wanna do this. They always find something. And I think if you start one passion or project or inquiry, they're always inquiring about other things along the way that it's like you have to be like, okay, we can't do that right now. Let's finish this one and then let's start this one next one after. So there's always something going on that they're always inquiring about. It's a natural, inquisitive idea that kids have. All right, thank you guys very much.